Tepiso Matenchi, who's already on standby and ready to go. Earlier on, we had a call from Anonymous. And Anonymous called in about an hour-ish ago saying that she's in a very bad space. She's not getting an mm-hmm. income because um, she's been told that she can't come to work during uh, lockdown and the implications that that had on her company. She's a driver um, for a vehicle manufacturer and they deliver you know, um, new vehicles from one place to the next. She's not permanent. She's on a contract, so even there, there's a bit of uncertainty. Long and short of it is that she had no food, and she had nowhere to go. She'd asked for money, loans from various people who just um, could only do whatever, and Mm. she basically exhausted all her options. So she called us, and because we were really taken by this, um, we decided to help. And I can confirm that I've already sent her a grocery voucher uh, that she can go to a retail store with mm-hmm. and purchase enough groceries to see her through um, this time as long as possible because it was obviously um, a reality for her. No yeah. food. She's got two kids that she yeah. needs to look after. Um, and when you're in a desperate situation like that, we cannot, you know, diddle daddle over mm-hmm. helping if we can. Oh, absolutely. Um, so so I-, I don't know what time shops open, but when they open, she'll be able to do groceries. That's that's beautiful, Moen. Thank you so much for that. There are also uh, quite a few people on my um, social media pages on Instagram and Twitter who've DM'd asking for her details and that. Um, yeah, I think we need to just uh, try and coordinate those efforts slightly uh, better, you know, that's so that she can get um, everything that people are offering. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, thank absolutely. you so much to those who have opened their hearts and, and their wallets. And I know other people wish to help, but they can't. And that's also okay. It really is a tough time for a lot of people. Thank you so mm, much to mm. those who are even just thinking about her situation and wishing her the best. Yeah, totally. Thank you very much. Uh, we are a great community if we just put our heads together. And uh, I had a chat with uh, Dr. Matenji as well, because the other big issue was the fact that Anonymous was um, going through very, you know, serious emotional issues. And, mm-hmm. you know, she felt Stress. depressed and she yeah. stressed out and and she said her neck is sore and mm-hmm. all of those things. And I thought, OK, we also need to try and sort that out. So I did have a chat with Dr. Matenji. She's actually on the line. Doc, good morning. Good morning. Well, how are you? I'm okay. And how are you? I am together. Thank you very much. Yeah, I feel a little better that something could be done about uh, Anonymous's situation. Um, I suppose she's also anonymous um, by choice, uh, Doc. I mean, I do know her real name. We spoke off air. But it, some people do feel awkward and inadequate and even embarrassed to be reaching out in the public platform to help. I always say there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with it. And in fact, it is okay for you to want to protect your identity before you you are sure that people are going to show up for you. Because sometimes mm. you put your business out there and actually nobody uh, hears your cry for help or even mm. respond. So it's okay to protect yourself, especially because you don't necessarily believe or trust that somebody is going to show up for you without any strings attached. So that is mm. okay. Until you've established that trust and you feel that you can open up to somebody and be vulnerable to them, it's okay to mm. stay anonymous. But more importantly, just because you don't want to reveal your identity doesn't mean you can reach out for help. Mm. There mm. is toll-free numbers with SADAC where you can call without paying a single cent. And you don't have to tell them who you are, but they will show up and help you and talk you through whatever crisis you're having. Yeah, that is such an important thing, Doc. Now, I also put you on the spot uh, a few minutes ago and I said, Doc, um, she needs some sort of help. Um, she's not okay emotionally. And I'd just like to say thank you for agreeing to help her. 
or at least have a conversation with her um, because it is difficult for her and it's not just her. She's got two little ones as well. So thank you for that, really, really and truly. It's a pleasure. Um, And I just want to mention as well that um, when people cry out to us for help, there's a team of us. I have a clinical psychologist that I often refer to. Her name is Voyo Kemba. I also have a psychiatrist that I refer to, uh, Dr. Molokomi, who I refer people to. So it's not just me, not that I'm superwoman or anything, uh, but there's other colleagues as well. If your children are in crisis that I'm not able to assist with regards to that, um, Mm. um, there's another psychologist that I refer to. So the key thing is to understand that just because you are touching base with more, you don't have to feel obligated that because you are more, you have to answer all the problems or all the sol- come up with all the solutions. Use your network and connect people with other people that you know are better able and more available to assist. That's the key thing. It takes a village for us to go through these challenges and support each other. Doc, thanks for that. Um, highly appreciated. Okay, um, to the business of the day, and I know I've eaten into your time. I do apologize for that. Uh, bullying in the workplace. I mean, we, we're getting back into the, the, the space of things. It may not be all of us. And perhaps even the fact that there's less numbers in the office could make the situation worse, where you find yourself in an office with less people around and your bully is also present. How do we yes. deal with these situations and where do they emanate from? Look, um, this, they, they emanate from different places, and you might find that for some of the bullies, they have their own personal issues, and they're trying to rub you into them and, and use you as a punching bag. And you might find that it shows up in multiple ways. So there's, uh, if you look at um, doing research, there's, there's different types of bullies. There's those people, bullies who come out directly and threaten and intimidate and harass you, and you find that they're constantly aggravating and trying to physically um, uh, disempower you and, 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 and intimidate you. In that case, be able to have somebody close to you who is always going to protect you. You've got a phone, if it's got a camera, if it's got a voice note, record these incidences. And then you have those who, who, who harass you, in term, who bully you in terms of abusing their power over you. It might be a superior, it might be your boss, who because you they have power over you in terms of authority, they have a way of just making you kneel and making you understand that you are under their, their thumb and they're putting mm-hmm. pressure on you even when you can't. So you want to be able to keep the paper trail, especially when you're communicating with them, make sure that everything that you're saying, that you are able to record it and you are able to say, following our conversation earlier today, this is what was discussed that's how I felt about it and if you can keep a copy for yourself but also to see somebody in those emails it's important to keep that paper trail and then there's people who verbally bully you and they might be able to do it in such a way that it's sexual harassment or it is like it's a compliment but you can see that the compliment has got a backhanded comment the point is you do not like it they're using their words in a way that torment or that um, minimize or humiliate you then you want to be able to say that the way that they're speaking to you, you don't like it, but then maybe nobody's hearing you in terms of that. Also record that type of information. But I want to be able to say that whenever you find that whether people are coming around verbally abusing you or verbally bullying you or they're doing mm-hmm. it in COVID ways that you can necessarily um you know, you can't necessarily pinpoint, mm-hmm. but it's just the way that they're doing things or that they're cyberbullying you. The experience of the bullying is valid. 
So firstly, your experience is valid. It's important that it doesn't matter if others don't believe you, even if others have never seen it and experienced Mm -hmm. it. You need to believe in yourself that it is true. I'm not happy with what is happening. I'm feeling intimidated. I'm feeling violated. I'm feeling humiliated or manipulated. Record it and then communicate your experiences to somebody. Keep a record of everything. Even if you tell a friend or somebody in the company Mm -hmm. so that you've Mm -hmm. got a record of it. Secondly, the bully is banking on you losing it, whether in terms of you reacting, in terms of retaliating. And in that case, you need to do a lot of self-control and a lot of conversations with yourself about the fact that if you react, you're going to lose it, especially if it is your boss. So I want you to focus on the fact that people have the right not to like you, right? Everybody has the right to have their own opinion and then they have the right not to like you. However, mm they are responsible. You're going to hold them accountable to how they treat you, which means if they're going to treat you in a way that is um, denigrating you and that is affecting your work, you need to be able to have some kind of evidence for yourself, physical evidence that you can use. But mm-hmm. disentangle yourself from the fact that emotionally, if they don't like you, that is okay. You don't need this person liking you anyway. Thirdly, recognize that the bully can uh, capitalize on your flaws. So look at the quality of work. Hold yourself to the high standard in terms of your performance. Elevate your game. If it has to do with your skills and you're finding that they keep picking up on your flaws, they keep uh, picking up on the mistakes that you are making, go and get the skills that you require. If you need to go for extra training, elevate it. If you need somebody to mentor you, talk to somebody. If you need for somebody to coach you and check through your work, do that. But more importantly, if you have flaws and they keep picking on them and you don't know how to correct them, you are giving them leverage for them to keep using it against you. And then finally, the bull is banking on you, isolating yourself socially and emotionally. Understand that at work, you need two kinds of currencies, the relationship that you have as well as the skills that you have. So if you are always complaining and whatever, people are going to get tired of you complaining because after all, everybody is going to work and they need their job. The economy is bad. They're not going to just leave their work and then stand with you and fight somebody. So understand that you can win people's favor by actually showing up in the way that you do work and make, um, how do you say, communicating and, and, and showing interest in other people. Don't isolate yourself and keep silent, but also don't focus only on the negatives. Build your relationships with people so that they like you for the way you deliver on your work. And when people know that they can count on you, they're going to be able to show up for you when it has to come to crunch time. So get your reputation up in terms of your performance deliveries. It it, it mustn't be that you are always complaining, you're not even doing your job properly. Doctor, it's very um, often that bullies have a very strong network of friends and support in the office. Um, And it's Often they, they, they're very comfortable in, in their habitat, you know, so uh, they know they can walk around a certain way and uh, throw their weight around. What happens if the person being bullied does not necessarily have the same network or support? You'll find in smaller companies that there's not really um, HR or an HR process to be followed um, and that the, the person who is bullying you, you know, really has a lot of people wrapped around their finger and yeah. you're, you're feeling isolated or even when you tell colleagues, they say, no, man, Mang, you know him, he jokes like that. Ah, what, mm-hmm. Lala? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're, you're being sensitive. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. but, but you know it's making you feel some, some type of way. Look, 
Um, especially for people who are very sure and secure about their position, um, they're likely to be able to abuse it. But the, tr- the thing about bullies is that you were, you, you're probably not the only one. They have probably been doing this. And now people have understood that this is how they are. And I'm thinking in particular about um, uh, organizations where the head of the company is the one who's the bully, who's abusive, mm. who's able to send you a message on a Sunday and demand that you prioritize them. Because for them, you are an essential service for them and they don't care about anybody else. Mm. Because of you need them in terms of a job, you can't do anything. It is important to understand that you don't just require the support from your team. You can also seek the support of a professional, particularly where you go when you speak to a um, to, to to your to um, ICAS, for example, or com- uh, where employees go for employee assistance. Go and have a record of the emotional and mental impact that this is having on you, and then use that as part of your records in terms of this is having an impact on whether everybody's okay with it is not the point. The point is it is not okay with you and it's impacting the quality of your work. Mm. But you also need to understand that you need to have an exit strategy. Even as you are thinking about exiting, you need to understand that your record in your current job has an impact on the opening the doors when you go forward. Yeah. So you don't want to yeah. burn bridges. You want to be able to transition in such a way that when you leave, no matter how long it's going to take, you understand that you need this person to, to keep that door open for you when you want to go. So you actually have to be very strategic. So speaking to a professional could actually help you and coach you in terms of how to do it in the way that does not burn bridges for you or closing opportunities for you. Mm. Mm, absolutely. And, uh, you, you know, the, the, the difficulty of it all, Doc, is the fact that there is so much at stake where it is your job security and, of course, your salary and the implication of your salary is your livelihood and the livelihood of many others. And sometimes people just soak it all in because they feel that if they step on the wrong toes, they'll be out of a job. Hey, it's a small world or Mm. it's a small industry, whatever the story is. What are people going to say at home if I'm jobless because I couldn't handle something that some may view as trivial? You know what I mean? Look, if, if, if you speak to people who work in industrial relations and who, 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 who run um, law firms that advise um, employees about their benefits and about their rights, you will find that if you are in an environment that is actually causing emotional and psychological harm, you might have... Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not a lawyer. I'm not going to speak with any kind of authority. But also mm-hmm. speak to your lawyer friends. Connect, use your network outside of the company to find out if you are having an aggravation, uh, somebody is, 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 is intimidating you at work, are there recourses that you can follow in terms of the law, whether through the CCMA mm-hmm. or you can go to Red Clinic, for example, and find out what kind of support can you get. But it's important that it's not just about you having collected the evidence, having spoken to a psychologist or a, a, a social worker or somebody, a mental health care professional who's documented your experience to corroborate the fact that you have dep- depression or anxiety as a result of the stress from work. It will help you. The point is for you to have a more than one way of having physical evidence that supports the fact that you've been going through this and there's somebody else who can advocate for you and speak on your behalf. Mm, absolutely. Doc, um, so crucial that we are mindful and aware um, of our situation and more importantly, how to handle it. And as we all go back to work, even quite frankly, with a bit of anxiety because the work environment will change. Safety measures have to be put in place. Some companies will comply properly and do what they need to do. Some won't. It's going to be quite a, a rocky start, I would imagine. But there's so much that uh, workers, employees have to deal with in the work environment. So these conversations are absolutely critical. Thank you for your time and always thank you for weighing in with your expertise. Thank you so much. Have a good day, Tim.
You too, Doc. Uh, have a wonderful day and uh, God bless you in all you do. All right. And uh, that is a wrap. It's been quite a Monday, hasn't it? And yeah. um, I suppose if it's um, if it's back to reality, we wish you well. If your kids are back at school, um, those who go to private schools, etc., good luck. Uh, schools in the Western Cape doing uh, their own thing. Uh, good luck. We hope it will go well. Um, and uh, we hope that learners will be able to get uh, what they need to get in terms of making sure that things run smoothly. Have a great day. Um, we're done. Thank you so much to the team. Thanks, guys. Thanks to uh, Sculptured Music for the mix mm -hmm. and to everybody who just made today worthwhile. Yeah, it was a good show. Thank you very much. See you tomorrow. Mm. Good luck with uh, level you mean three. Hey? Good luck with level three. Exactly. You mean see you at the bottle store. <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> and easy. <laughs> All right. Uh, the bridge is coming up next. It is good morning. Good day. And good vibes. And good vibes. Yeah. Top stories.